is some stuff we want to talk about. We've got um, like a nice. Are there other questions that we got from the internet, or do we want to talk about the environmental impact? Of well, so that was just going to say one of the one of the people, somebody who responded. Uh, thank you guys again. Asked um, about like it, how it reduces your carbon footprint, or just just brought up that it does. Yeah, um, which I totally appreciate. Um, and I think we need yeah. to talk about that a little bit. Um, I'm obsessed with <laughs> analyzing carbon footprints, and ju- I just want to give people a little background because like. I have listened to our podcast, and I feel like sometimes I come off a little preachy, and I just need (laughs) everyone to know that, like, I was raised in a super conservative family. My parents still don't recycle because it's too much of a hassle. The two of them produce more trash than any humans I've ever known in my entire life. Oh, give me a heartbreak. You know, like... I, I did not grow up this way. Like, so I don't want people to think that, like, I'm some, like, weird mm-hmm. hippie to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, my parents are hippies, but also, I, it's weird, guys. Um, <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But really what happened was a couple years ago, I just really started, like, thinking about how am I going to leave this world behind when I go? Mm-hmm. Oh, I Because, like, that. I don't know if there's anything after this, but if there isn't, I just want to know that I, like, did the best job I could while I was here. Yep. And so I try to operate from the perspective of, like, you cannot do everything. Mm-hmm. I would never, ever be like, I'm, like, rule zero waste. Because that's literal nonsense. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. Like, do you know that, like, you poop? That's waste. Yeah, there you absolutely. Go. You're not zero yes. waste. <laughs> you're not, like, pe- Congratulations, you're it's, not. It's it's impossible. I'm, I'm just going to say, it is impossible to be zero waste. Because even if you are reusing everything and doing all these things, there's waste in the production of how things get to you. There exactly. is carbon emissions, blah, blah, all the things. So, like, I am not telling anybody that, like, you need to do these things that I'm talking about or because I said this, like, you need to stop eating meat. Like, I just know that for me, I try to do the best that I can, and so that has, like, come in stages. Well, so I think what's interesting is that, like, as, you know, middle-class folks, we have the opportunity Absolutely. to make those choices. And so it's, like, if, if you are someone who's passionate about the environment and eating a vegan diet's not possible for you – but you want to impact the environment, that's fine. There are other ways to There's do it. There's so many other ways, yeah. But what we want to present today, I think, is like how yes. cutting down on your meat and eating a more plant-based diet yeah. can be beneficial for the environment. Yeah. So if you, if say you're a meat eater, if you're consuming like the normal American diet, um, and you were to replace beef one time at one meal once a week, right? So just out of, if you, if you Meatless think, Monday, say. Meatless Monday. Even just a meatless Monday night. So out of the 21 meals that you're eating a week, if one of them you replaced beef with beans, mm-hmm. you reduce your carbon emissions. Um, enough, it, it would equate over the year to not burning 36.7 gallons of gasoline. Oh, wow. So just, just literally a hamburger a week replaced with beans. And, like, there, there's varying degrees. So other things don't reduce your emissions as much, sure. whatever. But, like, just... Just to think about that, that's just a lot. Like, it's just when lot. you really think about yeah. it is that. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll, I'll say this, too. For me, because I'm a middle-class white lady, it's easy to not eat meat. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I will slam on a Beyond Burger or buy a $7 diet pizza mm-hmm. and eat that for dinner. <laughs> oh, God, it's so um, You know what I mean? Like, yep. I eat Gardein porkless pork buns. Those are $5 for four. Yep. So, like, just so, like, we're all really clear, it's really easy for me to be, like, yeah, just, like, it's better to buy it. Just, right. like, don't, mm-hmm. whatever. And that's nonsense. But, like, just, if you're another middle-class white lady, maybe just take that into consideration. Exactly. That, so, like, it's a thing you could do. My, yeah, my whole thing is always, like, if you have the opportunity to make a positive impact. Do it. Do it. 
Um, and if it's, if it's possible and feasible for you, um, and it doesn't like ruin your life or make you completely uncomfortable, then like do it. And so that's why I encourage people a lot who, um, you know, I have a lot of friends who are, um, vegetarian or vegan for environmental reasons. And they'll feel really guilty when they're like, Oh, you know, I slipped up just like we talked about before I slipped up and I ate something that wasn't vegan. And my thing is, is like, I am so proud of you for the impact that you've made. Yeah. by all the choices that you've made already. And that's not yeah. to say I'm not proud of other people who, who haven't, but I am proud of people who make a concerted effort yeah. to, to, to make a difference. And yes. so I think that's really, that's really valiant and they're doing it in a way that they think is possible for them. Um, so yeah, so yeah, it's really interesting. What other, um, like good vegan environmental facts? Do you yeah. Know? So I think another thing to really think about is that, and again, like, I don't think this is like possible for everybody, but as your food is getting to you, it really consumes like a lot of mm-hmm. resources. And so while the the biggest food-wise, the biggest environmental impact you can make is to cut out beef. Yep. Just like just real talk, cutting out beef from your diet will make a huge environmental impact. But like if that's not a thing that you can do or mm-hmm. you're not like feeling mm-hmm. it or whatever. Dairy. Try, yeah. Dairy <laughs> is is huge because mm-hmm. it cre- you have to have beef to create mm-hmm. dairy essentially. Mm-hmm. And also just like. I know that this sounds so hipstery, but if it is possible to eat food that's produced close to you and in season, oh, yes, mm-hmm. like um, it takes a lot to get food to you. Yep. Again, like think when you really go back and think about it, like how is it possible that lemons only cost two for a dollar? Like even if they're just coming from Florida, those little fuckers are like coming all the way on up. a truck for hours. On and a hours. truck, they're coming here. Somebody picked those. Somebody yep. grew them. Somebody's pruning trees. You know, like and that. That is just like a huge amount of of impact as far as those things are concerned. So one of the, one of the um, envi- environmentals that is a huge reason why I'm yeah. um, don't eat meat and why I went vegetarian as a child. Also, yeah. um, my family I grew up in a family that was very conscious of our environmental yeah. impact. So not the life I live. <laughs> my dad was like a, a green certified art- architect, and he designed buildings so cool. that were like very energy efficient. And so we have always been conscious of that as a family. So you want to help me build an earth ship? I want to build one of those like earth houses. <sighs> have you seen those? No. You take old tires and you stack them, and then you just fill them with like this mud cement mix and it and since the tires you can use plastic water bottles all this stuff essentially that can't be Uh um recycled and you and they're energy efficient there's all this they're they're so crazy that sounds amazing yeah Yeah, i just want to build like a little (laughs) tire igloo that i'll live inside of i love it so, you know, I grew up with this background and yeah. we do everything we can to, to save the environment. My, we were very um, adamant recyclers. And I, I was like, you know, we weren't perfect. We used plastic bags and all yeah, of that. Sure. And we, we once we learned about those things, my parents started yeah. recycling paper plates and then stopped using paper plates. Um, yeah. But I just, you know, it's for me when I learned that the meat industry produces more carbon emissions than all forms of transportation combined. Yeah. We're talking... Guys, cows are gassy. Ooh, Don't know if you know. Yeah, so um, <laughs> when a cow eats and then toots or poops, and also when um, animals are killed, there's yeah. a gas that's produced called methane gas that's released into the environment mm-hmm. and has an incredibly um, warming and negative effect on the environment. Yeah. So you know, when I learned that the meat industry has more emissions yeah. than driving, flying, boats, yeah. trains, all of that combined, I was like, wow, that's yeah. not something that I want to be a part of. Yep. Um, and if it's 
if it was already easy for me, you know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't like meat and we were a privileged family where my sure. mom could make me a separate meal, every meal, which she hated, but we could do it. Yeah. Um, for me, it was a no brainer Yeah. because for the, in, ter- in terms of the environment, it is so much, but I will say, you know, to your point about local food, I think that I honestly do think that that makes an even bigger environmental impact. And I don't know like what the studies are. So yeah, you know, everyone, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I do feel like, um, eating local is yeah. like the best thing that you can do. Absolutely. I mean, and local vegan would be like, you know, yeah. To your point too, about like meat, that's part of the reason that like, I also try to support, like I never buy meat and make it at the house. Cause like I'm lazy and that's a whole lot of it. Just so everyone's like, like really It's also expensive. Yeah. But that's why when I, you know, my parents love meat. So like I buy meat from my friend who produces mm. meat because like mm-hmm. it's small scale farming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, the mm-hmm. animals go to butcher. They are immediate, like the meat is frozen. There's not, there's not all this like industrialized waste that is yep. like associated yep. with industrialized mm-hmm. farming. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, that that to me is worth it. Like it's, it's totally. a thousand percent worth it to spend the more money. It's totally. a thousand percent worth it to know like how these animals were raised. And just also that my money is going back to somebody in the community, in the yep. community yep. versus like going back to Tyson that that you know because these organizations that like these large-scale agricultural organizations oh they they actively uh lobby Mm -hmm. and work to have less environmental restrictions on them all the time and it is is detrimental to our environment the stronghold that the dairy has on the u.s government is is truly mind-boggling. Right. So, you know, the, the dairy industry is constantly lobbying for less restrictions, um, less environmental restrictions, because yep. the dairy industry is incredibly environmentally toxic yeah. um, and harmful. You know, a lot of... Um, there have been a lot of cases of dairy farms being upstream from communities and it poisoning yeah. water supplies. You know, that's why they don't carry Chobani yogurt at Whole Foods, right? Have you no. ever heard about this? So, no, tell me. Guys, I used to be a very heavy Greek yogurt consumer. Mm-hmm. Like, I really liked a Greek yogurt, you know? And I, remember, uh, I never liked Greek yogurt as a side note because I don't like sour cream. Oh. And so, like, the tangy, See, for me, spoiled that, dairy. <sighs> oh, I love it. That's actually part of what got me when I was, like, really, like, into weight loss. Mm. Is when I got into Greek yogurt. Because, okay, you know, like that was, like, sour the thing. Like, cream you can put that on your tacos. Oh, like, you can use that instead of mayonnaise. Such a Bobby Flay move. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Whatever. But I also just like the, like, I'm a person who, like, the thicker, mm-hmm. the yogis, the better. And I like how fucking tangy that shit is. Yeah. Like, I like a nice tang. Chobani used to be my favorite yogurt. I okay. would go through, like, the big tubs of that shit. Uh-huh. Like, it was going out of style. Uh-huh. But apparently they stopped carrying it at Whole Foods. And I'm sure this has been rectified because this was years ago. But because of the mass amounts of, like, acidic waste that it produces mm-hmm. to make Greek yogurt, and it, it's produced in France, they were just throwing that shit into the rivers. Ugh. And, like, eventually they got caught or whatever. But sure. they had so much money. They had this yogurt empire. They're, they were yeah. living high on the hog off all this yogurt money. And they literally just, like, paid the fines and it was whatever to them. Yeah. It's and terrifying. It's crazy. Yeah, the the amount of um, harm that they can get away with yeah. because of how much a how much money they have these huge conglomerates and b how much um, of a of a stronghold they have yeah. on DC is yeah it's really mind boggling. I feel like, and and I feel like that's part of the problem too. With like, to me, that's how they've convinced people. For instance, like my dad, who doesn't believe in climate change. <sighs> Like, he believes that the climate is changing, but he believes that, like, it's cyclical and it happens and, like, whatever and blah, blah, blah. And, like, 
I think that's how they're able to convince people of those things is because again, it's like this like cognitive dissonance where it's like, if you go back and then you like realize that, you know, all that American cheese you've been consuming or whatever is like really bad for everything. Mm -hmm. It's too much. And so instead it's easier to just convince everybody that like there's nothing going on. Yeah. So it's so interesting too. You see these um, industries start to panic. Yeah. So the egg industry panicked when um, they used to be called Hampton Creek. Now they're called just for all. That, all that shit was so obnoxious. Well, because the egg industry freaked out. So for everyone who's not aware, Hampton Creek slash Just for All is a um, plant-based mayonnaise and dressings brand. And they've yeah. expanded into a couple other markets. But primarily what they do is mayonnaise, uh, yeah. vegan mayonnaise. And it's delicious. It's my favorite. I yeah. love it. Um, I think it's better than regular mayonnaise. But the egg industry was went on the attack. And they like sued Just Mayo and said, you can't call your product mayo because the FDA defines mayo as, you know, egg and oil emulsified, whatever, because they were threatened. Yeah. And the egg industry so greatly relies on people like not knowing yeah. what's a, what's in mayonnaise and like. Which was extra hilarious because didn't Hellman's end up dropping the suit because. They came out with their own vegan mayo. Well, and because they make Miracle Whip and Miracle Whip does not technically count as mm-hmm. a mayo. And like, despite the fact that they market Miracle Whip as a mayo, it is addressed as like a salad dressing. Mm-hmm. No one's ever put mm-hmm. that shit on a salad. Just so we're like all clear. Right. Miracle Whip was on sandwiches. Yeah. It's the tangy zip of Miracle Whip and it goes. <laughs> Right on your bologna with American cheese sandwich that I ate every day growing up. Um, I was not a mayo fan growing up. I didn't like anything like white and creamy. Oh, up. I didn't like I regular a, mayo. I was a freak. We always ate Miracle Whip. My mom loves regular mayo. Interesting. It was that whole 80s, 90s thing with like low fat and like um, eat, we, we always ate, I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, same. Always. But like now when I go to their house, they've got 13 pounds of butter because like it was on sale and they bought as much salt as Oh, see, my parents, I, I cannot get my parents off the like, I can't believe it's not butter nope. and the spray butter. Ooh. I know. One of our friends came over. Uh, it's like my dad's best friend from forever. And he's like really funny. I like mm-hmm. consider him like a, yeah. he could be a comedian. He's so yeah. funny. But he, um, we were having corn on the cob and my parents got out. The regular butter for like something else, but then yeah, he was like, "Hey, can you pass that butter?" My dad passed the spray butter, and he said, "No, I didn't ask for the carcinogen bottle. Thank you." Oh, harsh. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, but yeah, so it's just like the yeah, it's weird because even to this day, like regular mayo totally grosses me out, hmm. but like Miracle, Miracle Whip, Whip on something is totally fine. Interesting. And same thing with like. It you'd t- probably like have you had veganaise brand vegan mayo? No, is it? It's sweeter and tangier. Oh, you'd probably like that's it. That's what's up. You'd like because I buy the just mayo, mm-hmm. but only if I'm gonna like use it in something. I would right. not ever in a thousand years put it on a sandwich. Interesting, because now I would because I like oh, it now, but no. I never used to. That's so funny. Yeah. So I found some um, some good like stats on okay. veganism. Yeah. So we were talking about the cows and how much they they produce. Cows produce 150 billion gallons of methane per day. Oh, per day. 150 billion gallons of methane per That's day. That's with a B, billion. B, b- 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 billion. Per day. Per day. Times 365 days in a year. Yes. Okay. So, you know... <laughs> With that much methane being released released into our environment, yeah. that's a that's going to be a huge contributor mm. to trapping to greenhouse gases, to trapping yeah. you know, um, yeah. trapping heat and also, contributing to global warming. Just to be clear, I want to say something just so people know. This statistic has been brought up, and I think it's important to remember. I think there's ten organizations in the entire world, and they create like seventy yes. percent of the waste. Yes. So, like, I, again, I try to do whatever I can, but, like, do not feel like, oh, my God, it's, like, up to us to save the planet. 
it's up to us to care about these things and then to like make legislation mm-hmm. that changes mm-hmm. what companies are allowed to do. And and to call these companies out. So actually, yeah. um, super interesting. John, my boyfriend, um, he recently got an app on his phone where you can scan any barcode and it will tell you like the big parent company that yeah. owns it. He's mm. like, he's on a rampage against Nestle yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, he because, should be. Oh, they're horrible. Yeah. Um, Just everything about them is terrible. But he scanned like a bunch of stuff in our house, including like our cat food and like, we do not buy the healthy, like blue organic we buy like the shit at kroger it's really oh, bad for your cats i finally got matt to switch um, i was like this is literally the only thing that comrade eats it's so, just like ground up horses um, yeah. <laughs> but anyway so we bought this like app that scans to figure out like what the big company is yeah. and like half of the things in our house are nestling he's like yeah. i mean not half it's because there's literally only like 20 companies in the whole exactly world. exactly like, so i do agree that like you know if you if you're looking for for ways at all or other ways if, yeah. if you're a vegan or if you're not if veganism is not feasible for you choosing to buy from small companies choosing to buy locally yeah. like we talked about with the food stuff those yeah. can also have a really huge impact and if you're vegan i encourage you to think about those things as well because if you're if you're already trying to yep. do good for the environment and good for the world the collective yeah. world i think that you know buying small and yep. shopping small and avoiding companies like nestle and coca-cola I was going to say that's part of the reason that I won't buy certain vegan products. Oh, like, yeah. I just, if they're, you know, you think, like, there are a lot of vegan and even just, like, natural or, like, supposed to be, like, ethical companies who get bought out by huge companies. It's so hard. And then... Like, what do you do in that situation? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, it's the same thing with my tirade against Walmart. Like, mm. I haven't been in a Walmart in 10 years. I will not go in a Walmart. But that also means, like, I won't buy clothes from Mod Cloth because they're owned by Walmart. Oh. And I had a favorite plus-size brand named Eloquy, and I won't buy from them anymore because they're owned by Walmart. And, like, like I mean, such first-world problems to be like, and, like, they don't, the pencil skirt, I, like, I can't buy anymore. Mm-hmm. But just for me, it's just, like, nah, I have to draw a line somewhere. Yeah. And for me, it's Walmart. Absolutely. Well, so it's actually interesting that you brought that up because um, Tyson just very recently announced that they sold a subsidiary company of theirs that yeah. produces chicken and bought yeah. a fake meat producing company that's going to help Tyson come out with its first fake meat product. And I struggle with that so hard yeah. because on one hand, like I want to, I want to buy that product yep. to tell Tyson, this is what I'm interested in. I'm, I'm yeah. very much a believer of voting with your dollars. And a lot Agreed. of, a lot of people don't, don't, um, yep. don't believe in that. And that's fine. You're entitled to that opinion. But I personally think that you vote with your dollars. I um, mean, so I want to, I want to tell Tyson, like, this is, this is what I yeah. want. This is what I want from you. Agreed. But also I don't want them to have a single cent of my money. So it's really, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough decision to make. I, I totally agree. You know that I'm on a separate tirade against <laughs> Amazon. Yes. I just, oh, I hate, I know. I hate Amazon so much. I just I hate know. them. Hate, hate, hate them. Yeah, but like prime delivery. Okay. And that's, you know, that's know. the thing. Like on the one hand, I just literally hate them. On the other hand, they do provide jobs. Yeah. But on the other hand, they made $11.2 billion last year and paid zero in taxes. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. Did you hear the news story this morning about New York? They're not going into New York, into Queens. So they were going to have a, a, a their second headquarters. They did that whole thing where cities... And that's why they didn't have... I can't. So they're not... Well, they're not going into New York anymore, which is good, because they were going to get $3 billion See, that's... in tax abatements. How are tax abatements legal? I... Can you, can someone explain to me the legality of that? I feel situation? like we could turn this into like a total political yeah, I can't podcast understand here, it. but. Anyways, but like I struggle because with, with Amazon, 
because a lot of small businesses use yes. Amazon and that's mm-hmm. how they sell. It's the same thing with Etsy. Like I struggle because like Etsy a couple years ago changed their requirements and now you can sell things that are produced on like small scale, but that means people are producing things in other countries, oh, not using ethical I labor. Didn't know that yes. about Etsy. And so like it, it's it's so hard because like you said, like I feel like I vote with my dollar and I want to help mm-hmm. a small business that maybe mm-hmm. for instance there's a company that sells all these you know, like compostable and stuff like household products oh, on cool. Amazon. You cannot buy them somewhere else. Oh, so they hard. only sell on Amazon. Yeah. So, well, because Amazon provides such an amazing infrastructure for them to be absolutely. able to ship their goods anywhere. Yeah. It, the, it makes so much yeah. sense. But like, I just, so I think it's hard and it's the same thing with like food choices where it's like, I want to vote with my dollar. Mm-hmm. And I love that there's more plant-based options, mm-hmm. but also like, mm-hmm. like you said, like, do I want to support Nestle? Yeah. Do I want to support yeah. Well, I, I think people have people have the same questions about um, eating vegan options at non-vegan restaurants. Yeah, oh, um, for sure. Which is a it's a big thing. Um, so I recently went to Cincinnati this past yeah. weekend and was blown away at how much smaller their veganism scene is than us. Looking yeah. up like vegan oh, restaurants yeah. in Columbus or in um, Cincinnati was challenging because you know here in Columbus we're so spoiled. We have so many amazing all vegan places or yeah. vegetarian places or even you know, omnivore eating places that yeah. have a lot of vegan options. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, I can go to the Crest and have stuff yeah. to choose between three options, which is amazing. But like when I was looking in Cincinnati, it was like, oh, this place has one vegan thing or this place yeah. has something that you can make vegan. Um, yeah. And so it was, I was thinking about this this weekend, like how, how lucky I feel that I can support an all vegan business a lot of times you know we we talked about the little kitchen before TLK girls or like my whole world (laughs) I love them um but I just like there's nothing like that in Cincinnati and and, you know those are the kind of companies I want to support but it's it's also challenging because I want to you know vote with my dollars again at the the non-vegan restaurants to tell them like there is a demand for this people want this um I actually was really excited there's a local um vegan nonprofit. Um, oh, I love them. They're they're very very cool. Um, but they what's that called? Columbus Veg Community? I believe that's what it's called. Oh, okay, um, yeah. But I bought from them for just for five bucks these little cards that you can leave on the oh. table. It's just like a little foldable card, and you set it on the table. And it says, "I ate here because you provide vegan options." That's okay. Is so it so cool or what? There's a woman that I follow, not about veganism, but a similar thing to what you're talking about. Her name's Carissa. Her like internet name is fat girl flow so Mm. she's like body positivity and about like just you're allowed to be fat and like live your life yep and her partner jay they them theirs pronouns or whatever Mm -hmm. and um so they make these things called pronoun packs Mm -hmm. and so like if you go to a restaurant jay is like you know it's really hard to like correct somebody like your waiter when they call you him or like you Mm -hmm. know whatever what can i get for you sir yeah and it's like it's fucking awkward hey did you know whatever right so they made these pronoun packs and you just like leave a little card behind that says like, hey, you misgendered me. Like I go by them theirs or I go by he, you know, he, right. she, hers. Like, and I was like, God, what like a great concept. Because it's so gentle. That's exactly. It's not like, blaming it's, or pointing yeah, fingers. But it's just letting people know like, hey. Which to, to, to be fair, like I, I have a small problem with people who have, um, like people who are misgendered having to be gentle, you know what I, I mean? Agree. And have like they I should be agree. able to say like, no, fuck you, it's yeah. they them there. Don't like, don't call me that. And but I, I think it I, avoids I the awkwardness for them. For them. Yes, you know, because some people want to be like, yo, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And some people just like they don't want to have to be. Mm-hmm. This is something that I think is really hard for a lot of people, and something that's taken me a long time to realize. 
it is not up to other people to constantly educate me. Mm-hmm. It's not up to people yep. of color to educate me about uh, racism mm-hmm. or why Kim Kardashian should never wear cornrows. It is not up to me. Mm-hmm. It is not up to, like, LGBTQIA individuals to, like, explain to me right. why their pronouns are whatever right. or tell me that, like education is up to me. It's yep. my job to know what's yep. going on in the world and to like learn to be as kind and respectful yep. as I can on my own. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's kind of part of how they feel about it too, is that like, if you say that and someone is receptive, then it turns into this whole situation where now you have to like educate, educate them, them and it's like yep. really falling on you to yep. do all of this like emotional labor and work. Mm-hmm. And it's super unfair. Yep. So yeah. yeah, but so I just, to circle back to the, you know, leaving, I just liked to be able to leave that feedback yeah. for a restaurant to 100%. say, like, hey, like, you know, to not be, like, pushy or preachy yeah. or anything, but just to say, like, I, I appreciate you, mm-hmm. like, being being more appreciative. Yeah. I think, like, I appreciate that you offer this, and it also tells them, like, oh, maybe maybe mm-hmm. there's a demand for this. You know, it's so interesting. I think about um, Wits is a local company. They're oh, yeah. central Ohio-based um, frozen Frozen yogurt? What's yeah. frozen, frozen Are custard? Are they based in Columbus? Um, I thought they're from Granville. I think they're from Newark and Granville. Oh, okay. Because my, um, I always grew, ate what's when we went to my grandma's house in Newark. Well, you know that uh, uh, Eric Michael Obanoff, one of mm. the co-owners of $2 Radio, mm-hmm. he worked at a Wits. No way! Yeah, he totally did. Um, How funny. We worked together at Aladdin's and then uh-huh. after that he worked at a Wits. That's awesome. Yeah, anyways. Well, so the, the, the Wits in Clintonville... Like, I don't know why they made the decision. I don't know if somebody asked them or if they just randomly yes. decided to. But they decided to give a make a vegan custard option. People went crazy. Marley takes her son's... I've seen her post about multiple, it. Multiple, like, because now she has the two. But she used to take Atlas there, like, a thousand times a week. Like, I would see the... And I'm like, I want to come with you and eat this delicious non-dairy custard. We need to go together and get yeah, it. I've never had 100%. it. 100%. Um, so they, you know, so it was just so funny how they, they offered this one option and people went crazy for it. So they started offering more options and then they collaborated with Patty Cake to make an ice cream sandwich and now they make vegan ice cream cakes. And it was just so, that was like a really inspiring moment of like a yeah. brand recognizing like there's a demand in a market for this. And I love it because like I still eat cheese, but I cannot eat, I don't know if it's the dairy and that, like whatever. I can't eat regular ice cream. Interesting. It murders my insides yeah also i have a weird aversion to things i never liked milk growing up mm. <sighs> regular milk see i would like chug glasses of milk growing up <laughs> the thought the thought of having to drink a glass of regular milk makes me well now yeah it totally die. makes me want to get um it, but. but i so things that smell milky mm. or like have a t- like a milky taste yeah. or smell or taste eggy Interesting. Like, I can't, I cannot eat a custard if I go to, like, Culver's. Like, I would rather die than have to eat a bite of custard. Interesting. And so that is what makes, because, like, I people always want to go to Wits, and I'm like, yeah, I should like this shit, but, like, I sure don't. Mm-hmm. As it gets close to my face and I can smell it, <laughs> no activated. So I'm like, yeah, non-dairy custard? Right. Sounds great. I just thought it was so cool how they, like, really recognized the demand, and then they, they just embraced it and went with it, and they still sell regular yeah. custard, and, like, whatever, that's their bread and butter, that's what they do, mm-hmm. but I just love that they were so, like, they were so Open. excited about it and curious, um, so, yeah. yeah, it was really, it was really, it was fun. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. So I think kind of the last thing I want to talk about, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about it because I don't think it's the most important part of veganism, and that's just my personal thing. Yeah. But I, I do want to address the the um, nutrition aspect of this because sure. it's a question that every vegan gets. Like, mm-hmm. raise your hand if you're a vegan and someone's asked you where you get your protein. Like, yeah. collective hand raise. We've all gotten it. Everyone asks. People, you know, nowadays, now that everyone feels like they're super woke on nutrition because – 
the the because the, the internet exists. Yes, exactly. Um, um, everyone who's like vegan has been asked, oh, well, what about B12? What about calcium? What about iron? Um, yeah. And so I just wanted to take a minute and and talk about like kind of what what that looks like. Um, first of all, to be fair, like nobody gets to police anybody else's diet or nutrition. Yeah. So it's, for someone to ask where you get your protein is none of their fucking business. Yeah. But if, you know, it, it, I, I understand that, that, that that's a, a huge departure from the standard American diet. And so people, when they're making a decision about if they want to eat less, you know, say it's, say it's ethical or environmental, well, I'm yeah. worried about, I'm worried about nutrition. I think that's valid. And yeah. um, so what, what I want to provide is the fact that I have been vegan for three years. No, four years. Um, vegetarian. I know, crazy. Uh, vegetarian for longer. <laughs> um, but I, I was very, I was a very sickly child. I was sick all the time. I always Girl, had. Me too. Oh man, I had strep throat thirty-two times. Thank you. Yes. Um, I was sick all the time, and even into my, you know, my twenties when I was um, in college and stuff. Oh man, you name it, I got. It. I was quarantined from my college because I got swine flu. Like, Shut up. I got H one N one. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I got everything, and it was amazing to me. So I went vegan. Um, for nutrition reasons, but for like weight loss nutrition reasons, which is a whole other thing. Um, but what I really noticed when I stopped eating dairy and I was eating so many hard boiled eggs, like just subsisting on hard boiled eggs because I was like in a huge diet culture fit and protein, protein, that high protein, low carb. Oh yeah. So I went from eating that to uh, and when I switched to vegan, I was still kind of I was still in a disordered sure. eating space, and so I was still eating really high high protein and all of that. But um, I stopped getting sick all the time. Yeah, it has been it's been three years, and I could I mean you know we all get the the yeah. cold now and then. Everybody what, gets sick. But what I what I notice is that when I'm sick, it's not like the end of the world. So you know I would call off work, but it's like I'm I'm fine. Like I could go to work, but it's like I never used my sick days, so I would call yeah. off when I was like sick. Yeah. Because you know it was it wasn't that bad, but I wanted to use my sick days. But so, so the the point here is that like. I just, I felt more energetic. And that's not to say that, like, I, every day I wake up when I spring out of bed because, sure. tell you what, this morning I snoozed my alarm for two and a half hours. Ugh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> but I, like, I just noticed that overall, um, I before I went vegan, I, I always heard people talk about, um, oh, I'm so, like, I'm very, people, I was always, like, confused by and jealous of people who are in tune with their body who could be like, oh, well, when I eat this, it makes me feel this way being vegan and being more aware of my food and and some of that was disordered and some of that has been, has been healthy, but, um, being more aware of that has really made me feel like I know how foods impact my body. My brother and my dad are both really sensitive to onions and I didn't think I had that problem. Oh boy. Yeah. Do I ever, because I really notice now what I eat and how it affects me. So it's interesting. Yeah. I definitely, I think that that too, I think a lot of that too is just that like when you eliminate certain things from your diet. Mm-hmm. So I notice it like I don't I try to not eat a ton of dairy because even though I like love eating it, it does not love me. <laughs> and yep. so like I really notice it. Like last time I yep. last night, you guys have heard my love of Greek fries. I had Greek fries oh. and spicy feta from Sababa. Mm. And like it tastes so good. But then like I am need my stomach is like why? why? And probably if I just ate a little bit of feta, but like having a feta based meal is like really just, <laughs> is really That's the issue. Where, I mean like topping on a salad like, maybe you're fine. Yeah, exactly. Right. But like <laughs> eating fries that have like a mayonnaise sauce and then also feta cheese on top. 
With an appetizer your, of feta cheese is maybe not probably your demise. Like a rounded meal <laughs> or whatever. But um, yeah, I feel like hot garbage, and I think that that's part of it. Is just that like you mm-hmm. when you when you aren't eating certain things and you introduce them back or like whatever, you like really it's, notice. it's yep. really easy to notice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's going on. It's also easier to pinpoint. Like if you um, have certain things you don't eat or that you don't eat that much, it's easier to pinpoint like yep. what's going on, which yep. I think. It's just for a lot of people, if you're just mindful in general about your eating, exactly, like it, it doesn't it doesn't take being vegan for that to happen. Yeah, and not to be like mindful, like don't mindful eating, whatever, blah blah blah. Um, to a point, right? yeah. There's a healthy yeah. mindful eating and there's unhealthy mindful Absolutely. eating. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but so so I I do want to get back to the protein question because that gets asked oh, a lot. Um, so my favorite thing to tell people is you know when they say like oh how do you get your protein is imagine so. You, the, the, the general recommendation is 2,000 calories a day diet, sure. kind of the, the, the standard. If you ate 2,000 calories of just brown rice and protein, I'm sorry, brown rice and broccoli. Yeah. Um, well, first, let's, let's go back to, like, what, what people need. Yeah. The amount of protein that people need. So um, 97% of Americans exceed the RDA yeah. of protein. Nobody in this country is dying of protein efficiency. Protein is such, like... I don't want to say protein is a myth. It's not. Like, you need protein, but, like... The amount that you need. The amount that you need Has been so is, blown out of proportion. It is it is outrageous. I And I don't know if it's always been like that or if this is something that grew out of, like, Atkins, which turned into paleo, which became keto, which is, like, this whole... I mean, I'm just going to say it, guys. Like, if you do an, a keto diet, it, whatever, but, like, it is... It, it's nonsense. It's well, and not, also, like, you're putting yourself at serious it's, risk. It is It is a weight loss diet. Yep. It is not yep. meant for your health. Well, and, like, those kinds of diets were, were created for, for a short-term solution yeah. for or folks for with who, medical issues. Absolutely. Or for yep. people with real medical issues, like yep. diabetes. Right. And they were never meant to be long-term, to no, be clear. like, just uh, – anyways, but – But the, the protein thing is really spun out of control. But the reality is, is that um, the recommended daily allowance, which a lot of, you know, people will tell you is still a generous um, allowance, is 0.3 grams – Per pound. So yeah. if you're a 180 pound person, that's 65 grams mm-hmm. that you would need in a day. So, and like I said, 97% of Americans exceed that. Yeah. So if you ate 2,000 calories of just brown rice and broccoli, so <laughs> it would be a lot. You would have to eat 13 cups of rice and 20 cups of broccoli. That do be a lot of rice and broccoli. But all of that together, just just brown rice and broccoli, if you ate 2,000 calories of that, 99 grams of protein. Yeah. 100 grams of protein. So, like, we're not even talking about, like, adding beans or, you know, fake meat products so or know, protein guys, shakes. Beans are a perfect food. They are just so good. Got that fiber, that protein that tastes great. Oh, they're amazing. Make your insides feel good. Mm. Uh. Beans, beans, musical yeah. fruit. <laughs> um, but so I just think that it's so funny when people get so concerned I know. Well, about and protein. Here's the other thing. It's fucking health trolling is what that is. Yep. It is that they don't like veganism, which fine. Like, you don't like it, don't do it. I don't fucking right. care. Like, But they want other people to like. But they need you yeah. to know that they think there's something wrong with what you're doing. Yep. yep. Which, just to be clear, I think is equally as obnoxious. Like As vegans preaching yes, veganism. Preaching yes. Anyone preaching other anything people, like, is annoying. I told people, after I learned about that like chocolate statistic mm. that I shared earlier, mm-hmm. I told people at work. And the reason I told people was not to be like, listen, assholes, you are like eating slave labor. You right. Know? It was because I didn't know and mm-hmm. I could not believe I didn't know. Yeah. And chocolate being a large portion of my diet, <laughs> it was something that like I need. I, sh- yeah. I felt like I needed to know. Yeah. And so I was sharing the knowledge because I wanted people to know, not yeah. to be a dick. Right. So some people at work here told 
we have, there's a guy that we work with and he always brings like chocolate to meetings, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. You're having a rough day. We have a two hour meeting in the afternoon. Everybody Why? a Kit Kat. Yeah. Like yep. it tastes great. But he like took it really personally. Oh. And then well, I came back, I had had a rough afternoon and I got myself a diet Coke and some French fries. He said, where did those potatoes come from? Were those picked by migrant workers? Oh, that's And I was rough. like, okay. It's like sheer retaliation. Yep. And so like, yep. just just so we're all clear, someone asking you about anything in your diet, it, like unless they're legitimately concerned, like your mom really being like, listen, I noticed that all you have right. been eating it's is strawberries. Yeah. The last. Well, and that's, so it's so funny because I think that like, it can go so, like, that can be skewed in so many ways. So, like, you can, like, if I only ate cucumbers, yeah, that would be highly dangerous. I mean, you've, I'm sure everyone's heard the story about the girl from the Partridge family. No. Oh, my God. So, the girl that was on the Partridge family, I don't even know her, her name. She was anorexic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, like, this was the 70s. So, like, people did not really, I still think we don't fully understand the scope of, like, eating disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, as a true mental illness and not just like vanity and yes. stuff. Um, but it was the seventies and all she would eat was carrots mm. and she literally turned orange yeah, that'll happen, from man. all the beta carotene and to the point where they had to tell her like, if you don't start eating something else, we're going to have to kick you off the show Holy because shit. when they were like filming, she would look so orange. They were like putting so much makeup on her to try and like, like diminish the orange color that oh she God. was turning. So, yeah, like, any, too much of anything is a good, like, is not good for you. And so what I always tell people about the protein thing is that, you know, I I don't personally worry about it, but I want to, you know, I I like to live a balanced diet, and I I don't want to worry about it during the day. So I have a, like, one of my favorite food is smoothies. Like, I just love them. And I'm not talking about, like like, celery and orange juice and all of that. Like, don't get me wrong, I love celery, but, like, mine's a chocolate, it's a delicious chocolate cherry smoothie that I eat. Chocolate every morning. Mm. cherry smoothies are my favorite. I, I, I have eaten every morning for like, like two years. So tangy, but yep. you throw a little nanner in there, nice oh, and sweet. It's basically so like chocolate cherry ice cream. Yes. For like breakfast. So good. So fucking good. So I eat that, but I, I use like a chocolate protein powder. Sure, yeah. And that way I know baseline, yep. 25 grams of protein right off the yep. bat. Just from, just from the protein. Yeah. And like, you know, I add hemp seeds or whatever sure. and that adds a little bit more. But then I just, I go through my day not having to worry. Yeah. So if you are worried, like that's something I always suggest to people is like, if you like smoothies and that's like a satisfying yeah meal for you just make that like a, a snack or a meal that you eat during the day you know what I used to say to people when I was vegan and they'd ask me about protein hmm. I'd say how much fiber did you have today oh yes because like just so we're all clear like sometimes people get constipated and sometimes people just have like chronic issues that cause that sure. like um but for the most part if you're chronically constipated you need to think about your fiber intake mm-hmm. and water mm-hmm. and almost no one could tell me how much fiber they're eating and mm-hmm. fiber is, like, critical to your body working. It is. So it's so funny. People <laughs> people act like protein is the thing that we need to worry about. They're like, are you getting a protein? Are you? But what we really need to worry about and what all kinds of studies have said is fiber. Is what yeah, people aren't getting heart. people it's enough of. digestion. Yeah. 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 So that that was a thing I used to always say. Like, I'd be like, how much fiber do you have today? Mm-hmm. Do, you, mm-hmm. do you even know? That's something I, I, I try not to... Um, like dictate what John eats. I want him yeah. to be an intuitive eater because that's how he is naturally. And I think that's just amazing because that's just not yeah. my, my experience. But I do try to, that's the one thing I work on him with. I'm like. It's that gentle nutrition. It's, it's that. It's like, you know, he'll talk about like his stomach's upset or like all of this. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, let's, let's think about like what your food choices were for the last, you know, little while. And like maybe, maybe that has an impact and yep. it's okay. 
but maybe tomorrow we'll work on getting a little yep. bit more fiber in our diet or we'll, you know, we'll just eat something that's different. I do the same thing um, with my husband because he'll be like, I have a headache, my stomach's upset, and I'll be like, have you had water today? Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, yeah, I had a glass. He means he had six ounces of water. Right. And then he was he was eating Raisin Cane's chicken fingers and drinking Monster Energy drinks, which, like, do you, my dude. But, like, if, well, that's, think about, if, yeah. if that's all mm-hmm. you're eating mm-hmm. and your stomach is upset mm-hmm. and you're, like, having pooping problems. Yeah. It might be because you need a little fiber in there. Right, right. Like, so it's just always funny to me how, like, worried people are about protein when in reality, like, we're, we're all going to be fine. Yeah. Do you want to talk about B12? Right. Um, so B12 is another one that a lot of people worry about. And I will say that that's the one that I do encourage new vegans to. You have to take a B12. Just do your research. Just um, as a side note, everyone should just take B12. I totally agree. Because do you know what days I feel better on? The days I take my B12 supplement. I had a friend who was a <laughs> physician's assistant. And uh-huh. so... She used to get, like, B12 vials from work or whatever. Oh, like a gym? Yeah, she'd give me a B12 shot. Woo! I would feel fucked up on how good I felt. Like, I would be like, the world is my oyster. Yeah. And I, I'm there's a day that I posted a thing on Facebook, so now it comes up in my memories, like, every year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was a B12 shot day. Because it was like, <laughs> I made I made muffins, I, I finished this paper, and I cleaned the house, and I went to the yeah. laundromat, and I did this, and did it, and sprinkles hair, and blah, 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 blah. And it's like. I was fucked up on B12. That's what I was hilarious. Doing. <laughs> so there are some um, food food sources of that. So if you're a vegan and you like nutritional yeast, which sure. is like a, a, a yeast extract that has Absolutely. a cheesy flavor, um, that has yeah. some B12, um, a lot of fortified cereals. So if you mm-hmm. eat cereals that are fortified with vitamins, some of those will have B vitamins. Same with plant milks. I was going to say all the plant milks are fortified with yep. Yep. calcium and vitamin D. And B12. But I do just encourage folks to just, just be cognizant. Don't worry about it. You're probably going to be fine. Um, so B12 supplements taste great. They do. I have a lemon flavored one. Oh, I get cherry? Mm, oh, see, I don't like cherry flavored things. <gasps> no. No, nothing cherry flavored. So you ever. know I don't like lemon flavored things. So that's where we're <laughs> Uh, I love lemons. I love lemons, but it's because, like, I don't think lemon-flavored things taste like that. That's how I feel about cherries. And even, like, <laughs> I guess you're right about the cherry, but it still tastes, I, to me, it tastes Fair. good. But then, like, things, like a lemon dessert or something, I don't like that because I want it to taste like lemons, not like sugar. Yeah, that's fair. So, anyways, but yeah, Side like, note. the B12 supplements, they taste well, great. When I was doing a little bit of research on this, what I also learned was that um, if you have been eating... So the, the standard American diet that, that inc- does include meat, so B12 is primarily found in, in animal-based yeah. products. If you've Mostly been eating that... beef, yeah, right? If you, um, I don't know about that, but you might be right. I'm pretty sure. Um, but if you've been eating that way for a long time, your stores of B vitamins and B12s can last you for years. Yeah. So that it could be a long time before you even need to worry about it. So yeah. I, I just always tell people, just be cognizant of it, but don't worry about it. I look at it this way, too, because someone was like, well, if we're not... <laughs> For if we shouldn't eat meat, then like we should be able to get everything. Blah 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 blah. That whole thing. And it's I like, but, this but can you get all of your vitamins and minerals from meat? Can you can you get all your vitamin D living in Ohio? The answer is no. no. Like I'm just straight up here to tell you, if you are a person that lives in the Midwest, we're looking outside at a disgusting gray yeah, day. It is the winter and it is gray. I guarantee if you are not eating, right. or I mean, if you're not taking a vitamin D supplement, you're not getting it. You're deficient. Yeah. And every doctor will tell you that, like, mm-hmm. and, and that's not because of anything else. The best way for us to absorb vitamin D is through the sun. Yeah. We just don't fucking see it in the winter. Yep. Yep. And, like, <laughs> it's not a big deal. So, so to that point, so the, the same way that I drink a smoothie in the morning, and I don't do that every morning, you know, if I don't want yeah. a smoothie, I don't drink it. But, like, the same way that the, the smoothie, the protein smoothie is my protein assurance for the day, I yeah. take a multivitamin. Same. And a lot of people have a, a lot of opinions on, like, oh, most of that you pee out and you probably do. But, again, it just baseline means that, like, I don't need to worry about it. 
Also, if you're worried about peeing it out, buy the Whole Foods ones. Mm -hmm. Like, so, I don't know if I've mentioned it on here, but, like, I'm trying to have a baby and I'm going through fertility treatments. It's a whole fucking thing, blah, blah, blah. But I have to take, you know, prenates. You got to take the prenates while you're trying to get pregnant. Yep. And I found that, like, the one single, like, vegan prenatal vitamin, like, made my stomach upset, which Mm. is common because of the iron. Like, high doses of iron. We're going to talk about iron, but I cannot take an iron supplement. Yeah, like, high doses of iron. But then when I switched to the plant-based... Interesting. Like, whole plant Mm -hmm. food vitamins or whatever... Mm -hmm. They don't make my stomach as upset, and it's because you have to take them three times a day. Uh, and you have to take them with a meal. And so, like, I take one three times a day. And so, like, you get a lot better absorption of sure, vitamins sure. and minerals when you take them with fat. Oh, yes. And so, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I take it in the morning, at lunch, and at dinner. Um, so, yeah, like, if, if you're actually interested in vitamins and also concerned that you're just peeing your money literally right out, mm-hmm. take your vitamins with fat. With yep. Eat them with a meal. It's the same reason I started adding, um, like, flax seeds or yep. um, stuff to my smoothies because fat helps with um, absorption so yeah. much. I'll also just, like, throw some nuts on top because I love a yep. crunchiness, too. For sure. Um, so, so that's um, that's a reason. So we um, iron was another one of the ones that I wanted to talk about. People yeah. are like, oh, well, you know, the only iron you can get is from red meat, from blood, you know, whatever. No, no not no. true. So um, leafy green vegetables – um, tahini, molasses, yeah. a lot of those are really good iron sources. Um, but they're, they are much better absorbed with fat and they're also better absorbed when cooked with like acids. Yeah. Um, so citrus in particular. So yeah. I like, I'll saute greens, squeeze some lemon on it, put yep. some tahini in it. Boom. We're talking like tons of iron Agreed. right there um, because I can't take an iron supplement. I take an iron free multivitamin because yeah. of man, I will not go number two for days okay, so, if I take an iron supplement. So I have. Just to, like, be really TMI, but, like, whatever. Everybody's into it right now. I had never been constipated in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I started taking prenatal vitamins. I never even thought about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I was constipated, but I just noticed, like, I'm a person. I'm slowed down. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm a person who poop, like, two or three times a day. Same. Which I'm sure other people are like, you are unwell. But, like, for <laughs> no, me. No, that's how when, I feel good, though. When someone's like, I haven't pooped in four days, I'm like, you must feel terrible. That gives me so much anxiety. I could not I'm imagine. Like, <gasps> I know everybody's body is different, so, like, whatever. Right, but right. I eat a ton of fiber. Mm-hmm. I'm just like a person. And drink a ton of water. Yes, drink a you literal drink a ton, ton of water. So then I was like. I only pooped like once today and I just, I, I, it made me feel gross. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't feel good. And then I realized it was from Mm -hmm. the iron in the, in the vitamins or Mm -hmm. whatever. And it was just like, oh yeah, no wonder people can't take this. Yeah. Like, oh Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. But again, again, it's one of those things where like mainly don't worry about it. You know, people will say like, oh, cook on a cast iron skillet. That's one way. Sure. Um, You're going to get minimal absorption that way. Um, You can get those iron fish too that you can put in in a pot. Yeah, in a pot or whatever. 100% you can do that. But also like if you're coming from just eating a normal diet and then you're becoming vegan, I I like 100% guarantee to you. You're fine. You are fine. You are not going to be deficient. Yep. Any more than any other normal person walking around yep. eating. Well, and the, the other thing I always say to people is don't, um, I don't recommend, like, and I'm, I am not a nutritionist, so please do not, like. Yeah, me either, guys. All of this is I with a grain of salt. like I know a lot, but I. <laughs> The reality is we have no idea what we're talking about. No, but um, from from what I've learned is that you should, like, do not start supplementing if you're not sure that you're deficient. Because there are actually, like, you can over-supplement too. Yep, for Um, sure. And so just, you know, talk to a doctor, talk to a nutritionist if you really feel like you need to. Um, But, you know, during your yearly doctor visit, which I hope everybody does, um, just just ask for, hey, can you run run some blood work? I did Mm -hmm. that when I became vegan. I 
um, told my doctor. She said, okay. She was like, no big deal. Mm -hmm. And then a year later, I said, hey, like, I've been vegan for a year. Can we just run some blood work to make sure everything's normal? Guess what? Everything was normal. Yeah. So if you're worried about it, do that. And Um, just know, too, like, some people have great results with being vegan. Like, when I went vegan, my cholesterol level dropped dramatically. Mm -hmm. But, like, for instance, some people just genetically Mm. have high cholesterol. My mm-hmm. dad is one of those people like So like even eating a vegan diet's not going to do it. He for him. went on statins, which are like, you know, a medication that should drop your cholesterol like dramatically. Mm-hmm. He still has high cholesterol. Wow. And like he does eat a, a fair amount of like meat and cheese, but to be perfectly honest, not any more than any other normal American. Right, right. And lots of normal Americans are walking around slamming a mm-hmm. JBC, you know, like cheeseburger and not having like super high cholesterol right. and like right. So some people are just predisposed, and so, like, I also want people to know, like, if you choose to do a vegan diet, don't expect that, like, three weeks from now you're going to, like, hop out of bed and be like, now Mm -hmm. I'm Gwyneth Paltrow, Mm -hmm. and, like, now I feel dramatically better, Mm -hmm. and, like, now I can run 16 miles, and blah, 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 blah. Well, also expect that, like, any any major change in your diet could make you feel different for a while. And make you feel like shit for a while. Exactly. So a lot of people report, like, you know, I went vegan, and my stomach was so upset all the time. Well, it's like, okay, well, yeah, because you were eating more beans than your body was ever used to, and it's going to take a while to get used to that. So just anticipate that. Um... But I guess my, like, my whole point about talking about vegan nutrition is basically just, like, don't fucking worry about it. Like, <laughs> don't worry about it any more than you would yeah. before because you're going to be fine. You're going to get enough protein. And unless you're doing, yeah. like, mono meals and only eating bananas, but, like, that's a whole Thank other you, thing. Thank you, Freely the Banana Girl. <laughs> I can't even believe that's a thing. It's a thing. Don't it's look it up. absolutely Do absurd. not look it up. Um, what a fucking okay. Anyways, um, but my bottom line is just don't don't you don't need to worry about nutrition as a vegan any more than you do in your normal day. Anybody life. else? Yeah. yeah. And I want to say too, like I think that that's a good to very quickly touch on. For some people, being vegan becomes a convenient way to hide their eating disorders. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm so be- glad you brought that up. It becomes this like, well, but I'm vegan. And, like, it's because of this. It's an ethical choice that I restrict it's, in this it's way. It's not. Yep. And, like, I, I, I will I will say, so my personal experience, I was vegetarian for a long time. Yeah. But then um, I decided to go veganism when I was, when I, re- I realized I had a problem. I yeah. realized I had a disordered eating problem. Um, and I wasn't eating enough. Yeah. And I was suffering greatly yeah. because of it. And I said, okay, well, I need to start, like, not counting calories and all of that. And so a big reason I went vegan was because I needed a way to still have control yep. over my diet without it seeming like I was controlling my diet. For me, I, I have similar uh, issues where, like, whenever I would, like, feel like I needed to lose weight or whatever, I would go to a vegan diet. Mm. And I would, like, explain it away to people that it's, like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just, like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, be better to the earth. And I'm trying to be a little, little mm-hmm. whatever. And, like... That is also part of the reason that, like, I just personally will never identify yep. as, like, a vegetarian or a vegan yep. is because, I like, totally get it. for me, it becomes a really easy way to be, like, well, but I don't eat dairy. Yeah. And I don't do this. Yeah. And, I, and, and to just, like, restrict and restrict. Mm-hmm. That's part of what makes it hard for me, like, I do think everyone should make their own food choices, but when I see people who are, like, well, I'm vegan, but I also, like, don't eat oil and I don't have sugar and I don't, like, da-da-da-da. Uh, all these things, like, and I, like, I don't yeah. eat refined carbs and, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, where does it end? Yeah. You could, rest- I mean, there are so many things that you can you, nitpick and restrict. Yeah, you can restrict <clears throat> yeah. all the way down. And so I, I think, too, that it is important to acknowledge that, like, yeah. as part of this, like, 
white middle class lady veganism thing, a lot of that comes from disordered eating and diet culture and diet culture. Yep. 100%. And it is it is it is just the new way. Yep. To restrict your eating. So a lot of um, folks in the anti-diet and like fat liberation body positive community have started to talk about how diet culture is morphing into like wellness. Wellness culture. culture. And so I I just would encourage everyone to be really careful um, and think about, so at the beginning um, of this, of this topic of veganism, we talked about reasons for going vegan and I would, I would you know, not that you have to have like a, a, a elevator pitch about it, but yeah. I would just really get that clear in your mind. And if there's any part of you that thinks you might be doing it to lose weight, yeah, reconsider. Yeah, um, and just just think about it because that is that is not the reason to go vegan. Yeah, at all. I'll say too, like I find great comfort in people like Alexis from Homo Sapiens. Yes, like, shout so out. So she Sapien. was she was vegan for a long time. She actually was never like herself vegan. Oh, really? Uh, she did, I think she did a little bit of okay. it. Okay. I felt like her stuff was so, like, vegan-based. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she really posts, like, all kinds of food. Like, she yep, eats diversified. Yep. and stuff like that. And it's, like, I, I think it's just been good to see someone like that discuss their disordered eating and how, like, these restrictions that, from the outside, everybody looks at and it's like, oh, you're so good. Or, like, oh, like, it's, you know, you're, you're a vegan and, like, a... Or like people, I feel like people would always say to you, like here, oh, here, yeah. here at our work, if you were sick, they would be like, I can't believe you get sick. Like you're so healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First off, as if like, just to be clear, there's no diet you can eat that will keep you from getting sick ever. Like colds are an inevitable colds don't part give of a life. Shit what you eat. <laughs> colds do not care. Right. And you I eat will... French fries, you eat carrot sticks, still a cold. Right. Like, and I will say that like there are ways that you can like eat to support your immune system. Sure. And all of that. Um, that make it less likely. Yeah, but also, like, but just wash day, your fucking hands. Right, exactly. Okay, that's, like, the number one thing. Also washing your hands makes has it. Has yep. nothing to do with what yep. you eat. Yep. Um, but it was, like, it's so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's nice to see people acknowledge yes. that. Um, I was looking back at a blog post I wrote a year ago for Valentine's Day mm-hmm. where, and I, I posted a recipe of sugar cookies. Just yeah. Plain old, like, my favorite oh, so sugar cute. cookies. They're so um, cute. And they're delicious. They're just oh, plain. Freeze-dried strawberries. Eh, little sprinkles. Um. So they, I mean, they use vegan butter and white flour and white sugar. And I made a realization last Valentine's Day when John was like, hey, can you make some cutout cookies? I was like, what, Christmas cookies? He was like, well, I mean, can you make them like not Christmassy? And I was like, what? It had just like never occurred to me that you could eat cutout cookies other times besides Christmas. Yep. Um, So it's just, yeah, it's. I can't exactly remember how that relates to what we were yeah, talking about. But no, it's just... but I think, I just think that, that it's important for people to know that too, yep. that I think that yep. that is part of where a lot of this comes from. Yes. Is that like. The, this wellness diet. Yes. yes wellness and da, da, da. Mm-hmm. And so like, I do think everyone should make as ethical choices, I guess you want or can. Mm-hmm. But like also if, like for me, like. I just can't. I can't yep. do it. It's if you're the kind of person that gets like sucked into like rules and all of that, I get so bogged down in it. Then, then putting a label on it is not healthy. Absolutely. Um, but that doesn't mean, and it's it's so hard too because I feel like people are like, well, if I don't put a, a label on it, then I feel weird, like you said, sure. asking for the vegan option or asking for the vegetarian option. And I think yeah. we're, I think as a culture, we're a little bit getting away from that, but it's still really, it's still really tough. And so. like, it can be weird, but also like. It's one of those things where, like, um, people who who care don't matter and people who matter don't care. Yeah. And so it's, like, 
people in my life know that. And if somebody acts like a dick about it, then like, I probably think they're a dick. Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't really care what they think about it. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I think that it's, I think that's a great thing. Very hard. Yep. Were there any other questions that people posted on Instagram that we need to like cover? I think we've kind of like peripherally covered a lot of them. So I just want to make sure I didn't want to like miss out on anything. We talked about, we just talked about dealing with haters when you're like becoming a vegan. I would just exactly what Andy just said. The people who care, don't, don't matter. People don't matter. matter. Don't care. There you go. Um, we talked about veganism versus plant based. We talked about um, some physical experiences that changed that ha- that happened after going vegan. I talked about yeah. feeling healthy, um, or I'm sorry, feeling less sick and more energetic. Yeah, that's not everyone's experience. But also, it's... guys, like I felt. I'll be honest. I felt like shit when I first went vegan. Interesting. Hundred years ago, um, because I think a lot of it was just that, like, I I. I don't think you can be like addicted to food, but I think food affects your body. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like I used food for everything. Mm, it's a coping like, mechanism. Yeah, coping yeah. mechanism for everything. Yeah. And so it became really, really tough for me if like I had a bad day and then I didn't feel like I could like just go like eat a cookie somewhere because like it wasn't vegan. And like finding a vegan cookie used to be yeah, really challenging. Yeah, get yeah. out of here. Patty cake wasn't even invented yet. Right, so like, right. Um, Thank you, Patty cake, yeah. for allowing us to emotionally eat our cookies. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, and, and it was so stressful for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And but I was like so dedicated to it because I felt like I needed to do it for my health and blah blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I felt like hot garbage. Mm-hmm. And but I felt like if I had said that to someone, it was going to be, and it, it totally would have been. Well, you're not doing veganism, right? Yeah. Why are you doing this? You should do that. And if you do this. So, I mean, you might feel that way and you might feel like, God, I just really want to eat cheese. Mm -hmm. Well, so so there are some things, you know, I talked about the the fiber thing and the beans and how it takes a while. And with any, with any major change, it does take a while. They talk about, um, a lot of people believe that you can be addicted to the casein that's in dairy. Um, it's highly concentrated in cheeses because cheeses is just boiled down milk and so they talk about like it takes a couple weeks for you to get like you can even have like if you're a big cheese eater you can have withdrawal symptoms where you feel uncomfortable and shaky and it just takes time too for your palate to change oh totally now so I used to like love cheese of all kinds even like you open a sharp cheddar and I'm like like, the smell freaks me out now and I I used to love it yes and I was gonna say I think that's part of it too like people we were people here at work were talking about the impossible burger Mm -hmm. one of them was our friend Mary, who's vegetarian, and another one was someone else here at work. And the other lady at work was like, oh, I just think they taste terrible. And Mary was like, oh, I don't like it because I think it tastes too much like meat, and yeah. I don't like meat. Uh-huh. And it was just funny because if you went from eating a hamburger, an actual beefy hamburger, mm-hmm. to eating an Impossible Burger, it does not taste the same. Correct. But that's not what they're going for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And so I think that's part of it, too, is that, like, your tastes will change. Yes, like absolutely. You you will like things differently. Just like when you're a kid, you're not like dying to eat Brussels sprouts, but like I fucking love oh, Brussels yeah. sprouts. Oh yeah. So like you have to give yourself yep. with anything. Yeah. So I like that you talked about the Impossible Burger because I think the only other question that like I uh, I got was about fake meat products. Oh, okay. Because um, there's kind of been an interesting you know just a conversation around like. Well, if you're if you're vegetarian or if you're vegan, like why would you want to eat something that looks like, smells like, tastes like, bleeds listen, like? Sometimes, like, listen. Here's the deal. This is my thing. Great if you don't like meat. Mm-hmm. My sister also doesn't eat very much meat. She's always mm-hmm. had textural issues. Interesting. Gristle or something. No, yeah, I mean, nobody likes same. gristle. Nobody but... likes gristle. That's why I like 
fake chicken nuggets more than regular chicken fake nuggets. Fake chicken nuggets are the tits. And they taste like real chicken nuggets. Yes, they do. So, like, you lose none of the nuggety goodness, but I never, ever accidentally bite into something that is questionable. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but also, like, why do you fucking care why yep. somebody wants to eat something? Yep. Like, why can't it ever... I feel like when people question that, it's this, like... It's either someone who's vegan and it's like, we agree, but not, you don't agree with me for the reasons I want you to agree with right, me. Right, Or it's a meat eater who wants to be like, if you just want to eat meat. Just eat meat. Just eat meat. But it's like, there's so much more to that. And it like, really the, 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 what it comes down to is like, just, we don't need to be policing each other. Thank you. We do not need to be policing each other. I, I am making a decision to eat. And it goes back to like reasons why you're, why you're vegan or vegetarian. It's like, yeah. I'm eating vegan because I think it's better for the environment and I don't yep. want animals to die. So that's I'm going to eat a veggie burger. But yep. that doesn't mean that I didn't love, yeah. like, I the only non-vegan food that I crave is cheeseburgers. Yep. And so Beyond, Beyond Burgers are great for me because I can still yeah. get a burger fix and I, I don't feel deprived at all yeah. when I eat a Beyond Burger. And so it's it's great. And so I, I thought that was such a great question because it's, like, so many people feel so strongly against, yeah. so many vegans feel so strongly against non-meat products. But I also think they can be a really good way for someone who's, like, transitioning yeah. into a vegan diet. Yeah. A way to be able to feel normal. Yes. To go to a not barbecue be the freak and eat like... a fucking burger and not be like, I'll just have the grilled zucchini. Right. Right. I'll just eat these carrots. Oh, I love that. Hummus. Yes. It's so much a way to like socially be a part of the, so like our, um, the, the company that I used to work for at, with Andy, yeah. we did a, a, a campaign where we were um, promoting stuff at White Castle. And so we all, yes. went, we all went there. A bunch of us went. And I had never been to White Castle before. Um, a, because I, shame, really. I don't eat a lot of fast food to begin with. But... I love fast food so much. But we... So we all went there. And I was just like... It was so fun to be able to... They, so they... Um, for those who don't know, White Castle does offer some vegan options. And it was so fun to be able to go there and just, like, be of normal. Yes. I just, like, went and I ordered, and it was no big deal. And yep. no one was like, oh, you got that vegan thing. Like, no, it was still not yeah. fun. It still looked like what everybody else was eating, mostly. Yeah. And, like, I didn't feel like a freak. And so yeah. it's so nice to be able to have those options and to be able to, like, make the ethical choice that I want to make and also not be excluded or excommunicated from, like, my friend group. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways. Um, I feel like we've answered kind of all the questions that we got, or at least done a decent job of addressing them. I don't think we have yeah. all the answers for the questions we got. Um, but if we didn't answer your question well enough or you want to know more, please, by all means, I think um, we've done some good research, and so we have some resources that we can point you to. The one I want to circle back and make sure that everyone remembers is um, – where did it go? Uh, blackvegansrock.com. Um, that is one where you can find some really great resources on supporting black vegans. And when we post this podcast, if you have questions and you want to post them underneath the Instagram, because I'm sure we're going to like oh, yeah. put out a blast about it, Yep. please feel free to leave your questions. And also just... Send us messages. Yeah, and to invite, to invite discourse. Like, mm -hmm. if you feel strongly against veganism, like, I'd love to hear your thoughts yeah. on that. Like, yeah. Um, I think you know, that we're open to all forms of conversation. Um, I like obviously do ask that you please be respectful and sure. that we all respect each other. And so if there's a comment that you disagree with, there's not, there's no need to tear anyone down. I think yeah. we can really have like a really fun and interesting conversation yeah. about both sides of the story. Well, so. and I feel like, um, I think we represent, I, I think we're giving like a good representation because like you are so. vegan, mm -hmm. but I am not. Yeah. And like, well, I, most of the people I know aren't vegan. So yeah, absolutely. And like, I am not vegan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I make the choices I make for the environment, too. Like, mm -hmm. if I was to be vegan, it would have... I don't want to say it would have nothing to do with the animals. Like, <laughs> but also, just to be clear, like... Your main reason would be environment. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I, I mean, I 
I don't like factory farming, but at the same time, like, I don't think there's any way to avoid like all suffering in this sure, world. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, 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 we're open to so, all, all conversation. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know what you think. Um, and thank you for listening. I think we're, I think we're running out of time. That'll so it <laughs> never so will. Um, uh, so thanks guys. We will, uh, we'll talk at you next time. Bye. Bye.